So welcome everybody to week two of the Alchemist's Handbook. And I'm Joya Sosnowski, uh, joined- And I'm Celia Schabel. I'm like, are you guys Celia? <laughs> I needed to grab something really quick. Okay, go ahead. So I can, I'll just do a quick recap of what we did last week. So we are reading, we are reading the Alchemist's Handbook by John Randolph Price. And we're going to be going through this whole book, reading it uh, chapter by chapter, and then applying because it's the application that brings about alchemy and transformation. So we have to use our bodies and our hands to bring about our thoughts that we're creating. And so we went through last week and you can listen to the replay uh, here on Wisdom or on my podcast. We went through the introduction and we went through uh, just a, our own discussion of what it will be. Um, we did do chapter one last week, Celia, because chapter one, I think was where asked the question, what kind of life it left at the end of chapter one with is was what kind of life in this physical material world do I really want? And that was the assignment this week was to contemplate that question because it's all about bringing about and manifesting on the physical plane and getting things to come forth into this physical world via our thoughts, via our creations, our hands, our ideas, and what we are doing in the physical world. So this is all about dynamic alchemy is all about creating in the physical world and bringing this whole concept of heaven to earth. And that's what we talked a lot about last week. So again, you can listen to the replay. And the question this week or to contemplate for this whole week was what kind of life in this physical material world, do I really want? And um, Celia and I had a little brief check-in about that yesterday when we had our super fun adventure rewilding play day that we had yesterday. So, um, and we started oh, to talk about this a little bit, but then we said, let's wait and save this conversation for tomorrow night to share with everybody around um, abundance, what, the, what came up around abundance and and making these decisions and declarations. What do I really want? What do I really desire to create in this physical world? So Celia, what did you, do you wanna share some of your insights and what came up for you around that? Yeah, I totally do. And thank you so much, Joy. I appreciate um, you bringing everybody up to speed with what we're up to. And um, I want to, for myself, just like give a little, um, I'm going to call it a safe port, like a safe port. When I talk about desire, I'm talking about soul desire. It's not, it's not my body desire. And there is a distinction there in terms of how I move, how I particularly move in the world. I am first my soul and then my body, not the um, opposite, which I think may get lost um, sometimes when we talk about what we want and what our desire is, but like the thing that really pulls me forward is how I feel. And so when I started leaning into the question around of what kind of life in this physical material world, do I really want? I noticed like all this grungy, <laughs> grungy stuff come up. I use that word on purpose. Cause you know, 
Um, it's like the dingy white t-shirt as opposed to the really white crisp t-shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like just residue in and around what, um, what calls me and this feeling of like that little greedy chaser. And I started to give some, some voice to that and, and just noticing how I feel in my body when I really lean into what it is that I want, that I would be viewed by other people as somebody who's chasing a dream or somebody who is um, uh, just like greedy because I love beautiful things. And what what I understood later after doing a little bit more digging is that It's my impeccability in myself that actually is the juicy tidbit. So huge reframe, (laughs) yeah, huge reframe around it. And, um, and just feeling like it's okay for me to want what I want the way that I want it. That's my impeccability. How beautiful is that? It's really beautiful. And that nobody can create like you can create your impeccability is like nobody else. Yes. And that's the other thing. It's like that whole idea of comparison, right? Um, they say comparison is the robber of all joy. I'm not quite sure what philosopher said that, but somebody really brilliant did. Um, and just being with that whole concept that I and everybody else on the planet has these beautiful gifts that just flow out of them naturally they're not doing anything. They're just in their essential, beautiful nature, the way they were created to be. And I just love that. I do too. It's like this idea of essential being. <laughs> to me, it feels like yes. essential being. Yeah. And it's really yeah, like you could be so different. You could be no different. You are exactly, I am exactly as I am created to be. Yeah, for sure. And that abundance really means being all that you are created to be. Right? That's right. Yeah. And I found I think that is a free a reframe. Yeah, for sure. And I had a lot of energy come up around this too, because I found myself um, as I was making my list of the audacity to dare to say things that are of the material world when I'm such a spiritual person. Oh my goodness, that I should not be saying, I would love to drive a pearl white Maserati and zip it down the mountain as fast as I can because I love driving fast. (laughs) And I'm I'm sitting there like, well, I shouldn't want that. And like this, this, you shouldn't want energy, you shouldn't want, you shouldn't want. And so, but then as I sat with that energy, you know, energy is energy and to block. And I'm starting to have this reframe around it that it's like, if I don't want the highest ideal for myself materially, then how can I want the highest ideal for myself in any realm whatsoever? Because energy is energy. Right. And if I'm blocking one, it's like, you can't, um, you can't block love if you're numb. You can't shut off love and expect to be able to love your husband or love your children or love anything, right? Because love is love. And if you're blocked in the one area, you're going to be blocked in all the areas. And I think the same came up with me around this energy of abundance and manifesting. What kind of life in this physical material world do I really want? And really what it boils down to for me is freedom. That is the kind of life I want in this physical material world. 
And the only way to have freedom is to, you know, not to create a ridiculous abundance where you're overflowing. And if I did, I would help other people because that's how I am. But it would be more about um, having, you know, having more than enough. Your cup runneth over. And that feels good. That's yeah, free. It's the yeah. overflow. You can give from the overflow and you can you can flow abundantly from that overflow too, right? If something comes up and, you know, like yesterday, right? We t- Celia and I took off and had a magical day. We're like, let's make a destination to have lunch up in Payson, which is about an hour, a little over an hour drive from Phoenix. And let's just play along the way and see what happens along the way. And that is that was creating from a space of abundance. And for me, I think it's this very same energy of what kind of life do I yeah. want to create. It's exactly like a life like yesterday. And that requires a car and that requires gas and that requires, you know, requires the ability to be able to go and be able to do the things that create that freedom of expression for me from my heart and my soul that just are purely joyful. Well, and I think that's it right there is that it felt good, right? So it's like this, there's this like joyful expression in, in it being lived and allowing that to be the guiding force behind all of it. Like, does it feel good checking in? Does that feel good? Does this, does this conversation feel good? Right. Do I? Yes. Moment to moment. I love that. I think that's so beautiful. And we did have such a gorgeous day in the unfoldment, just allowing it to just free flow out. Mm-hmm. And oh, what should we do now? I'm like, let's take off our shoes. Let's walk <laughs> in the dirt. <laughs> the grounding and just like being in our natural state of mm-hmm. aliveness. Rewilding. I mean, totally rewild. Yeah. So good. And so for, I think going forward for this book, my theme for what kind of life in this physical material world do I really want is a life of complete freedom. And so that's going to be interesting to see what arises as we go through this process. Do you have a, an overarching theme? Yes. My overarching frame. I, I texted it to you this morning cause I was all geeked out about it. <laughs> I, um, is to be fully expressed, like fully expressed in all the ways that I am able, able, because not everybody who's capable is able, like, let's be very clear about that. Those are different things Mm -hmm. to be able and um, to just share my full expression. And whether that be with my body, with my voice, with my creativity, with my sex, like whatever that might look like for me, Mm-hmm. And, and being the full, not, not even the embodiment, but like the spiritual essence of all of those things and allowing myself just the true freedom, just like you said, to just like, let it all out. All right. So yours is pure expression, a freedom of being purely expressed and seeing what that is. And mine is just yes. creating freedom in all areas of my life and seeing what arises. So dear listener, that's the assignment from last week was to ask that question and to really contemplate it deeply because it really is a deep question. It's a simple question, but it's a deep question because it really did dive into um, both of us had that that energy that came up around the blocks and what was there, which was pretty fascinating. So, um, all right, are we ready to dive in to chapter two, see the ultimate in life? Yes, see the ultimate in life. I love that 
I love that word. I was a cheerleader in high school and we used to cheer U-L-T-I-M-A-T-E, the ultimate in victory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to get some pom-poms and we're going to do that next week. That's awesome. You're going to teach me that little little cheer. I love that. Okay. So let's let's dive into chapter two. See the ultimate in life. Okay. Do you want to start or shall I? You start. Okay. You are a spiritual being in a physical form, living in a material universe over a span of years. Now think, how do you want to live? What do you want to have to be and to do? Think materially. What kind of life can you see for yourself? Think physically. Can you see yourself living with lavish sums of money? Don't say that money is not spiritual or isn't important to you, or that you're not worthy enough to be wealthy. The great metaphysical alchemist W. Frederick Keeler has written, to question whether you deserve money or whether it is right to have it is to deny it to yourself. Ooh, that's exactly what that energy I said. Let me read that again. To question whether you deserve money or whether it is right to have it is to deny it to yourself. No such attitude has to do with adjustment. The world reads your doubt and transforms it into lack. You are a master. Scorn money and it will leave you. For that scorn is at such a time your base but royal decree. A dog will not abide scorn. Friends flee from it. Wall Street will tell you that money is a very is very sensitive. All things are intelligent. Therefore, all things obey intelligence. Dollars will not even nod to you as they pass you by. Don't feel guilty about wanting money. It is a manifestation of spirit, and you are deserving of an all-sufficiency of spirit in form. Well, because we are spirit in form. And everything is. Right? Epic. Hmm. I affirm I am a master. I am a master. <laughs> Heck yeah. Wow. I love that. Go ahead, Me my too. dear. Was there anything else? Was there anything else that stuck out in those first few first few um paragraphs? No, I think just that that like the really understanding that the denying to question it is to deny it is to put up that energetic block because it's like it's like the same thing with saying when you want something that implies that you don't have it and you just create more want rather than yeah that's declaring you have it and it's you're you're on your way to it and it is on its way to you and then behaving like that is the truth yes and not from ego no oh god no no from love from your space of loving divine creation that inner knowing it's not ego knowing and ego can't know that because ego will question that ego questions all of it yeah exactly that's what ego likes to do ego's favorite question is how does this apply to me and if it doesn't then it calls bullshit Ooh, i love that thank you Mm-hmm. Can you see yourself as wonderfully successful in your chosen career 
or in a cre- in your creative activities, regardless of your age? What do you really want to do for the rest of your life? Reach for the stars and capture your highest vision. If you can't find the right picture in mind of, of true success for you, find a symbol or a symbolic gesture. When I first began the alchemical program, my symbol for of success was me standing on top of a mountain, arms outstretched and saying, thank you, God, with deep feelings of gratitude that soon led to strong mental images of what I wanted to achieve in this lifetime. Look at the people in your life. Is your vision one of loving harmonious relationships with everyone in your perfect world why on earth would you want to feel resentment or ill will toward anyone mm. wouldn't it be ideal to be friends with all the world and have all the world be friends with you and if there's not the perfect love mate in your life and you desire such a relationship why not do what's necessary on the inner planes to establish the magnetic attraction. As Anthony Hopkins character says in Brad Pitt's move in the movie, meet Joe black love is passion to make the journey and not fall deeply in love. You haven't lived a life at all, but you have to try because if you haven't tried, you haven't lived. Why, excuse me, how do you feel about your physical body? Is it whole, strong, vital, and in a state of well-being? The energy and power of the alchemical process does not understand any such word as sick or disease. It sees only perfection as the natural order of things. Are you willing to be well and strong so that you may live life to the fullest without concern for health? Look at your clothes, your transportation, and all that you consider worthwhile. In your world of possessions, does everything rank in a category of ultimate satisfaction and contentment? I love those words, satisfaction and contentment. What about your dwelling place, the furnishings in each room, the table you sit at, the art on the walls? As you move through your home, is there true beauty? The mysteries held that man, in part at least, was the product of his environment. Therefore, they considered it imperative that every person be surrounded by objects which evoke the highest and noblest sentiments. They proved that it was possible to produce beauty in life by surrounding life with beauty. I love that. It's possible to produce beauty in life by surrounding life with beauty. Yes. That too. That's really beautiful. So gorgeous. Shall I continue? Sure. You have the opportunity now to structure your life according to your highest ideals, your greatest hopes, wishes, and dreams. Open your journal and begin to write that would that what would make you the happiest in life. Let me read that over. Open your journal and begin to write what would make you happiest in life. Don't hold back. Paint a masterpiece with paint a masterpiece with words. 
And then before you finish this book, be prepared to change to change it as your imagination stretches to see that even greater and grander life. Once you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that nothing is too good for you, that you are worthy of a royal life of beauty and nobility with all things added, you will become a master alchemist. And with that ability, you will help others to realize their full potential in life. Perhaps that is why you have come into incarnation in the first place. At this time, hmm. I added some words. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what would make you happiest in life? Don't hold back. Paint a masterpiece with words. And then before you finish this book, be prepared to change it. And I love that. I've had that happen when you're, because you can only see to the yeah. level of your own perceptions, right? Or your own consciousness or awareness. So like yeah. as more things come in, I mean, we are expanding moment to moment. I just love that. We are. Yeah. One of my favorite stories that I love to share is about humans and like all creatures is um, Mark Nepo, one of my favorite poets, shares a story in a book about his goldfish and how he was cleaning his goldfish's bowl and he filled up the bathtub to dump the fish in the bowl out in the bathtub while he cleaned the bowl. And he observed that the fish would only swim around in a space the size of the bowl. And he and it made him think, you know, the fish can't see that there's a bowl. It's clear. It's glass, right? That how does he know that there's a, even a barrier there in the first place? But that he's conditioned himself to just stay in this small, self-confined, invisible space. And then it made him wonder, how am I doing that in my own life? And right. we all do that. We all have our fish bowls. I couldn't do, do that. Like in my greatest, grandest vision of myself um, is what I love to do, which is teaching. So being on a stage in front of just a ton of people, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, that gives me butterflies and makes me nervous. I can't do that. But yeah, I can. Totally. Well, and isn't it, isn't it interesting too that, you know, the fear, that fear that comes up is, has the same energetic in, in the body as being excited. So yes. really allowing ourselves to lean into the attunement of, am I actually afraid or am I excited and being in, being in um, question of how the body is in total biofeedback all the time with us, right? Like, yeah, as we're in our journey. And you can use that to transmute to, to transmutation, yeah. to alchemize fear, to say, I'm so excited. It's saying you're afraid, right? Instead right? Of like, I'm so excited about what this is bringing forward for me rather than, oh my God, I'm totally terrified of what's coming next. <laughs> well, chapter three begins with talking about um, the alchemical sun. And we, I think we should dive into it. We've got time. And we do. And we can pause and, and converse. We don't have to rush through it. We don't have to do anything. We can do this at our own pace. And um, for anybody in the audience, I'm going to open. I'm thinking I'll open my um, my stage to guests. Do you want to do the same thing in case somebody wants to hop on and discuss and maybe set the time for um, I have all these pop ups popping up on my phone. Oh, stop it. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, set the time for people to come up. The pop up as a short amount of time? Um, sure, why not? Let's, let's try something new. I don't know how to do that. 
I don't know either. I'm trying, I'm pushing on the little cat and he's still sleeping. <laughs> yes, we are such rookies at this app. That's okay. I think people can at raise yeah, their hands. Like oh, here we go. Well, I, I don't know. I have someone waiting. So yeah. Kathleen Linder wants to come up. So let's have Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Welcome. Hi, Kathleen. She's coming on in three, two, one. Here's Kathleen. Welcome, Kathleen. Tell the guests if somebody pushes to come in. Aha! <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Thank you. Don't worry. I'm learning this app just as much as you guys are. Because uh, it's like, what? You know? I know. <laughs> it's a little bit different than Clubhouse, but I like it. I do. I enjoy it. Um, and I enjoy that, you know, um, joy when people come on. Much better. Because we have that. Uh, to have somebody else put some feedback in or whatever is, you know, it's so nice because, I mean, okay, I feel like I'm talking to the wall over here when you're on there by yourself. Yeah, you know? for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could talk all day, but. So what do you um, think about what we've been, like what do you think about what we've been talking about in this book, the Alchemist's Handbook? Do you have any feedback or any insights? Not yet, because I just actually came across you. Oh, awesome. Um, so this is all, oh, that's so awesome. you know what this handbook is. So this is all new to me, but I definitely thought that I would <clears throat> come in and <clears throat> first of all, you know, it's easier when some guests come in. Um, so I'm not sure what this handbook is, so maybe you could do a little recap. Sure, I'll do a brief recap. And then for people who also are listening in that might not know for, who weren't or who weren't here last week, um, I guess she hopped off. So I'm going to give you a recap, Kathleen. It's called The Alchemist's Handbook by John Randolph Price. And in all honesty, I just came upon his work maybe about uh, maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, and just love his teachings because I myself am a metaphysical minister and i'm actually going through divine science ministry right now and that's exactly what he teaches is this design this divine science which teaches that we are divine beings and that we were created to create and that everything is part of this same creative force and that we can create with it and so this book is about um alchemy and learning the the skills of alchemy and the power of alchemy and what that means is, um, well, how I've synthesized it to me, and Celia, you chime in with how you see it, but I see it as um, this, you know, that we all live in this force, which is in Yeshua's times, he called it the Ruka force or the Ruka field, but it's the, now we know it in quantum physics as the field of potentiality where everything lives and all, all potentials exist at one time until somebody observes has an intention and collapses a wave, a waveform and starts to create something into matter. And that's us. We are that alchemical being that creates and does that. And so this book is teaching us how to work with these forces to create or alchemize the invisible realms of our highest ultimate. What did it say? The ultimate life. See the ultimate, ultimate. in life and bring the ultimate for our own lives. And so that's what we're discussing and covering and experimenting it in public with to see what we can create by the time we finish this book. 
Yeah. And I love it. And, you know, I, I personally, I'm a spiritual psychologist and I believe that we can biohack ourselves, ourselves at the cellular level, um, by simply loving ourselves in ways that haven't been discovered yet. And mm-hmm. I think, um, in my own journey, my own discovery, what, what I've learned is that that's true, that <laughs> there are plants and there are, um, different essential oils and there are different fruits that if we feed certain aspects of our bodies in a certain particular way, we can literally transmute, um, emotional unrest, which will then eradicate disease and bring us into a space that, you know, we really haven't explored. And that is all at the quantum realm. So I just love that we're cellular structures and that we can, um, if we choose to move in a completely different way. And I wanted to test that in a, and when you came forward with this book, I thought, well, I already know I'm an alchemist. (laughs) (laughs) I proved that to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I coach my clients, you know, in, uh, in a way that offers them healing, um, you know, through their own experience. So, so it's not something that I have to really, um, I don't know, lean into in a way that isn't true because I've seen the results yeah. in my own life. Yeah. So Me too. I, I wanted to talk about like the power of words. And, um, when I was deciding that I wanted to get divorced, I had been holding that as a secret. You know, they say you're only as sick as your secrets. I had been holding this secret for a really long time that I was super unhappily married and, and I shouted it out literally like, I want a divorce, (laughs) like all crazy commando. And then when it came time to like, write the intention because we went through a certain process. We actually went through like a couple's um, retreat and we were the only couple in this couple's retreat with the intention to get divorced. Like we had already had the conversation that we were going to do it and this was gonna be our process. And we were completely aligned with it. And we were asked to bring a beautiful notebook and a pen to the first session and in it to write our intention down. And my intention, I bought a beautiful leather book with butterflies all over it because I wanted to transform this relationship, not just with this man, but with myself. And I wrote in the book, the intention on the very first page that I wanted to leave a wake of love. Hmm. And that's what happened. I'm back. (laughs) Yay. Hey. So that's, so that's what that's all about there, Kathleen. That gives you an idea. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you, Kathleen. Oh, she keeps popping off and popping back on. She's coming back on right now. So um, yeah, I hope that gives her some insight or gives you some insight, Kathleen, and other people who are listening, what this is about. And um, Celia, just to go back to what what you were talking about, leaving a wake of love in the midst of deciding to get divorced. That's massive alchemy. 
it was massive alchemy. And I'm going to tell you, I call him the husband. He is, he is, you know, he was my husband for nearly, geez, 20 years. That's a long time to spend with somebody. We're great friends. I'm not going to say we don't still have like little stuff because we're human, right? But it's the way we lean into the stuff that really opens up. Yeah. So there's just this really beautiful opportunity I see for intimacy with ourselves, like with myself, opening into having this conversation very publicly, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) offering offering my whole heart, literally like, this is it. This is, this is what I have to offer is this beautiful experience of how to create a divorce beyond your wildest dreams. Because the things that I negotiated in that are things that aren't typical, right? Like the things that were important to me. And this is where like the value conversation comes in, like my personal value, um, which I think is into what we're exploring here in alchemizing Well, it really does because you can only, you know, and I think about all the things I've alchemized throughout my life in growing up um, the way that I did, which I'm same thing. I always share my story with people so willingly because it's that alchemy of growing up with tremendous abuse and then alchemizing that into tremendous power, which is really what came on the other side, right? When you get to the other side of trauma, that when you get through it and to alchemize something is really about, and you hit, you said something really powerful is really about the turning toward something because you can't alchemize what you're not looking at. Embrace. Yeah. Yeah. Like hug it out, bitches. (laughs) Hug out your shadows. Like that is it. That is like the, I think that is just the most juicy. Oh, I'm getting hot. I really like that one. (laughs) That's the, that would, that when I know I've hit the thing, right. When I just like feel myself just get all kinds of flustered. And and that was what it was, was just the ultimate on honesty, the, the depth of the honesty that I was willing to go to with this man. I mean, I loved him more in divorce than the day I married him. And it's just like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's that um, sometimes, and I'm just going to say these things because this is what I notice. I notice, and some of this I did PS, you know, you want the ring more than you want the man because there's a worthiness conversation being played out for myself in that relationship that I was good enough to get married. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when really you know, he's a beautiful man. And I know that his next wife is going to absolutely adore him because he gets to have it. Yes. Yes. And, this and is adore a- him in the wifey way. Right. Like, right. Right. Exactly. It goes two ways. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's dive in. I think that this whole divorce and marriage conversation is one that we could definitely have on a podcast topic because we've both been there <laughs> and both had yeah. conscious divorces, right? It very um I'm not a guest. Oh, wait, bring your guest on. Bring your guest. Oh my god, hi guest. Okay, here we go. Ready? We're gonna yes. try this for the first time. You're number one. <laughs> oh, it's Kathleen. This is hilarious. Oh, Kathleen's on your side. Well, how did Kathleen find you? But I can't find you. <laughs> How did you find me? Oh, wait, it's okay. So she can hear me and she's going to talk right now. Hi, Kathleen. Actually, I I swiped and I saw her and it was the same title. And I'm like, wait a minute. So they're both on. Yeah. On their own talk show. So how how did you guys do that? Because that is 
interesting because that's almost means that you could almost have a panel discussion. And that's yes. like I've heard I mean not within like two minutes. We're on Zoom. Okay, so we're zooming each other. Like we, Joya and I can see each other because we're on Zoom. So we just hacked it. Actually, it was Joya's idea. She's like, "Let's do it like this," because normally we're together in the studio together. But this time we were having like a little time time thing going on. So we decided we would do it like this at Joya's recommendation. And so we, I have a ten minute timer. I don't know. I think that's the that default, but we can change it. So I would love, Kathleen, is, did you have, do you want to add to the conversation or is it okay if we start diving into chapter three? Um, oh. no, it, it's okay. I just thought, you know, I was just kind of curious how y'all did this because, um, you know, it was very interesting to see that you both were talking and I was like, wait a minute, how is this working? Well, now so, you know. I love it. We yeah. expanded your universe because that's what we are, little expanders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like now that so are you did you hit follow her on wisdom? If you hit follow, you know, under your name or under her name. Yeah, I followed you, Kathleen. So now I should be able to find Celia. <laughs> Oh, she's our expander. Um, yes. I love this. You go into my list and then you can find her. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, we didn't really know what was going on. Thank you for the follow. I appreciate yes. it. Thank you, Kathleen. You we're, we're, both total, we're both totally noobs at this. So we appreciate everybody's patience who's still listening in. So let's dive into chapter three because I'm excited to get to chapter three and get a little bit of this okay. covered tonight. The alchemical sun. And then this chapter invites um, our listeners, everybody who's listening, to participate um, because there's some there's some um, some prayers and some affirmations and some things to say that we I think we should we can read and pause and allow people to say of their own free will because we're talking about the power of the word, which is such a profound, so profound. In the beginning was the word. Right. And what is what is word? Word is information. So you could actually replace that was in the beginning was information and information was fed to information to create. And that's exactly what we are. We're informational yeah. beings feeding information to the informational field, speaking what we want into creation and aligning our words with our actions and our intentions. And it's super powerful. So the alchemical sun, chapter three. Now we begin to forge the links in the alchemical process, first by understanding the truth that God is all of individual being. The dynamic alchemists believed that father power activated the mother substance inherent in the one infinite presence to produce a universal field of solar energy, which expressed individually as sons of God. Sun, S-U-N, is the proper alchemical term rather than sun, S-O-N, as it refers to the solar or soul's energy. Also, an individual's energy field resembles the fiery, vibrant, pulsating, shining sun in the sky. To the alchemists, our God is an all-consuming fire, a universal consciousness that particularizes as individual consciousness 
as the light of the world, as the radiating energy of manifestation. Mm -hmm. I and God are one. God is all I am. All that God has is mine. What do I, you, have? Everything for a life of total fulfillment. The universal consciousness of wholeness, abundance, stress, stress, <laughs> wholeness, abundance, <laughs> success, and harmony individualizes as the kingdom of all that is. I want to read that again. <clears throat> Every, okay, so the universal consciousness of wholeness, abundance, success, and harmony individualizes as the kingdom of all that is. And I wrote underneath this in my book, I, I always notice acronyms and I notice that wholeness, abundance, success, and harmony is wash. And so I put wash yourself yes. in universal consciousness. Right. <laughs> yes. So this I harmony, yeah, right. So um, it's the kingdom of all that is. It individualizes as the kingdom of all that is. Think, no. God so loved the sun that a world crowned with ecstasy was given, the fullness of life assured. Nothing is missing. We are the identity of self-completion. And then here's the invitation for the first uh, thing to say. You can say it aloud or say it to yourself. I feel myself as the spiritual fire of God. I see myself as an auric field of divine fire. I know myself as a holy son, S-U-N, of God. I am the shining sun of life. I am the shining sun of love. I am the shining sun of infinite supply. Our true and only self is God imminent, the mastermind that constitutes the reality of our being. Drill yourself in the truth that you are the universal spirit of God manifest as you. You are the fullness of the Godhead selfing itself as the mighty sun and flowing forth to create a perfect world. Think on these thoughts adapted from my book, The Jesus Code, which I have read and is amazing, by the way. God is. God is the one universal presence and power, the cosmic heart of love, expressing as all that is good, true, and beautiful in life. I am that expression. I and the Spirit of God are one and the same. I am God being me, and God loves itself as me. I am now aware of the I, mighty in the midst of me, my one self expressing as perfect life and perfect world. I renounce the false belief that I am a human being and accept the truth that I am pure spirit. God is my only being, my only existence. I am not a human mind, for there is only one mind, God mind, and God did not create anything opposite of itself. I am conscious of my only self, the truth of my being. I am aware of me, the only one, and through this awareness of myself, 
the kingdom flows into perfect form and experience. This is, if, um, you know, and I want to say something about this too, because a couple of years ago when I, I hired a coach and at the time that I, that I hired this coach, I was not spiritual. I was very anti, anti woo woo, anything spiritual. And especially, especially if it mentioned, I was, and especially if it mentioned anything about God, Christ yeah. or any of those words. And so she gave me this book, The Way of Mastery. And she said, you have, I want you to read this book. And I opened it and it said something about Christ consciousness and I shut it. And I said, I am not reading this book. Not interested. This book has nothing for me. I know, right? This was in, this was in 2019. So this is how fast this transformation has happened, Celia. So I, wow, right. And so she, you know, I kept having my coaching sessions and she kept saying, well, have you read the book? And I, have you started the book? And I said, I tried and I can't get past this Christ consciousness thing on, on page one. And so she, so she said, replace that word with love. Everywhere where you see the word Christ, say oh. love instead. And so I said, okay, I'll try. I will try. I and that. what also inspired me was she said, well, and I, she knew me by now at this point to you know my my very rational, logical, sciencey mind, <laughs> how it worked, that she said, well, you know, the greatest coach in the whole world, Steve Hardison, the ultimate coach, makes it a prerequisite for all of his clients to read the way of mastery before he'll even work with them. And I said, who's he? And so she tells me, oh, he's this coach who charges a million dollars to work with him for a year. And I'm like, what? For real? So she's like, oh, yeah. And I, so I went to his website and saw these crazy results he gets. And so I said, well, if he recommends this book, I guess it's worth reading. So I started reading The Way of Mastery and bada bing, bada boom, here we are two years later, I've become a metaphysical <laughs> minister and I'm studying divine science and I'm talking about God on a podcast. So it's really about like when you are. And my point in saying all of that is that if you have that block in you, it's about your own beliefs and your own perceptions and your own stories and your own projections that's creating this block. Yes. And that when you just allow a little bit of that, of permission, it's like planting a seed and being willing to see if the seed will grow. Like, okay, fine. I'll plant this little seed and let's just see what happens. Well, now I can tell you the whole freaking field has been plowed and flowers are blooming. So. <laughs> I just wanted to share that if anybody's noticing resistance or that or that or energy coming up around it because I know for a lot of people I appreciate yeah. be triggers. And I mean there's beauty in the triggers too. So, you know, I, I find that um when the triggers come up, it's really an opportunity to like notice, notice like how they feel in the body mm -hmm. and what they want to tell you because the triggers have information more information. Sometimes those triggers are just like numb spaces inside that haven't had any acknowledgement. Mm. Sometimes they're old belief paradigms and systems that no longer serve. And it's just being in the question with that, how, however that might manifest itself is so beautiful. So I do appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Triggers are invitations yes. to healing. I know that now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And that's where the juice is actually, because the more healing that takes place, the more space there is for more love. And I love the love. Yes. Love and this is, love. this is the love, alchemy. Love you. <laughs> I love, love you. Right? All right, my dear. Alchemy. And I mean, 
thing. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that in case I felt called in case anybody was feeling this resistance that literally this was only two years ago. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Beautiful. I love it. Pretty crazy. Okay. You can read next. Okay. Thank you. To be a successful alchemist, you must assume this divine identity and work only from love. The love of your whole self and everyone else as that self. Dynamic alchemy is not greedy or selfish. It is for the good of all. And what you want for yourself, you must want for all. This is what love is all about. Say to yourself, I love everyone without exception. As I think about the past and present, my mind may focus on certain individuals who evoke less than desirable emotions in me. I now transmute that negative energy by forgiving them and speaking words of unconditional love. And now's the invitation. And this is the invitation. Speak the name out loud, whoever it might be for you. I love you. I love you unconditionally. I love you for who and what you are. With no strings attached, I am love. You are love. We are one in love and we are healed through love. I now bring into my consciousness, my home and family, my place of work, my city, state and country, my world. And I send forth love to heal and harmonize every negative condition on this planet. I feel the love pouring forth from my heart center. And I know that this love power will accomplish that for which it is sent. I am love in action. I am love in action. I am love in action. And before we get to the meta prayer, which is really what that is on the last page, I, um, I wanted to share something yeah. I actually just read today about unconditional love. And I think it was oh. a beautiful definition of unconditional love I've ever heard. And they said, um, unconditional love means that you trust the other person to find their own way. Yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They will. And they may not figure it out with me. (laughs) I just really thought that was the most beautiful definition of unconditional love to truly trust. It is that this person can find their own way. I don't have to impose my will or my beliefs or my perceptions or my projections onto Mm. what I think this person should be or what loving me or loving them should look like. Yeah. I just thought that was really beautiful. And I read that just today. So I wanted to share that. How beautiful. Will you say it again? Unconditional love means trusting that the other person can find their own way, that they're capable. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So then there's there's an invitation here to think on these. Now think on these. May everyone in the world be well. May everyone in the world be rich. May everyone in the world be successful. May everyone in the world be loved and loving. 
as an alchemical exercise and preparation for the master process later, focus on the universal spirit utilizing you, you individualizing, excuse me, individualizing as you. Focus on the universal spirit individualizing as you. See with the mind's eye and feel in the depths of your heart the dynamics of the whole fiery universe condescending in self itself and becoming a brilliant shining sun. This is your particular energy field. The life force called you. Now see, feel the light flowing out from the sun you are as the creative power of manifestation. As you do this, say to yourself, I am the universal consciousness of wholeness individualized and in radiant expression do you mind i am the universal conscious celia sorry pardon do you mind that as you read one sentence i will repeat it after you so that it sinks in you know what i love that idea i actually had that idea when we were doing the other thing so it was like (laughs) a call and response yeah i love that it's such a beautiful invitation yes thank you for reading my heart yes always i am the universe okay I am the universal consciousness of wholeness, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of wholeness, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of abundance, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of abundance, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of success, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of success, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of right relations, individualized and in radiant expression. I am the universal consciousness of right relations, individualized and in radiant expression. Practice this exercise until the abstract imaging and the thoughts of truth are together as one you will see the the importance of this later. Ooh. All right. I feel so moved. I know. (laughs) That is the end of chapter three. And when we were saying um, the call and and response, this individualizing of universal consciousness of wholeness, abundance, success, and right relations in radiant expression, I could feel that in my heart chakra and my solar plexus just like woo beaming out me too i had to put my feet on the floor <laughs> like whoa you know it, it it occurs to me that we are healing fragmentation and separation of any um and any residue of of fragmentation or separation from what is true in the energetic field when we're saying these things mm, yeah yeah. So and really like diving into this concept of this 
feeling that we are all one thing, individualized expressions of the same exact thing. I know, that's isn't that answer. magnificent? I mean, that's a deeper answer to me of, of unity consciousness. And it's not that we are all the same way or we are all the same thing, but that we're these beautiful, individualized, fragmented expressions of the same thing. Yeah, I think that's so gorgeous. If you are just now joining us, I would like to take an opportunity just to presence that we're reading the Alchemicalist, the Alchemist Handbook by John Randolph Price. And we are on chapter three. This is a weekly study that we are holding on this beautiful platform. Um, Mondays at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Is that right? Mountain Standard? Yes, is. right now it is because we're in Arizona. We don't ever change time. We do not, but we know that we're in a different sphere and that you may be joining us from different places, but the invitation is to please buy the book. It's yeah. offered on Amazon and come and join us as we take this amazing journey, um, just stepping into the opportunity to transform, transmute, and transfigure whatever may be up. Playing in right the world now. of alchemy. Yeah, just playing in the world of alchemy and, and choosing from a really beautiful space of upliftment and joy for the highest good. For the highest good. And also, um, if you'd like, you may join us also on Zoom and you can see our faces and you can go to Lessons of Mastery. <laughs> lessonsofmastery.com has the zoom link and the schedule on there of course it's free hop on we'd love to have conversations around this topic and you know these are great topics for discourse because we are all individualized friends yeah. of the same being and what a blessing that celia and i have each other in our sphere of reality to be such good friends and to share so many um spiritual qualities and interests and philosophical interests and just so many things it's such a blessing so um we invite always others who feel that same vibration and resonance to join us yes please do and thank you for being here today let's just take this moment to um say thank you because you know time is the one thing that you can't get more of this is the opportunity right now um, for us just to say thank you so much for spending your most valuable most precious gift with us are you laughing i see this <laughs> i'm laughing because my child is getting water dropped the lid and i i realized i muted zoom i muted you but i didn't mute wisdom so everybody just heard me go oh my god am i <laughs> at my child who is cracking up for being so loud when mommy's on a call Shh. my child is 19 so when i say mommy it kind of grosses it <laughs> i swear I just... <laughs> and this is real life happening right now yes real life yeah, so you guys can join us irl or url it's we're the same wherever we are so <laughs> um does anybody yeah before we shut off does anybody want to um come online and share any insights or any feedback any thoughts we would love to hear what you might have to say 
Yes, an open invitation to come and share, please. Mm -hmm. And if not, then I'm going to, I'll give it a minute to see if anybody pops on. And this was delicious. This was delicious, Celia. Thank you for embarking with me in this fun. and this. I I love the way you inspire me. And I think, I think that's such a gift. Inspiration is such a huge gift. I mean, just to be able to, um, you mentioned it earlier, like the way that we are in convergence in our spiritual aspects and the ways that we have um, conversation in our philosophical experience and um, in our studies and just to have the opportunity to have camaraderie and, and open discourse and from a place of deep, deep love. I just, I so appreciate that. And I appreciate you. Thank you you too. And I shared with Celia and we'll share with you before we close this, another, you know, I shared the unconditional love meaning, but there was another thing that I came upon today um, that Byron Katie said that I just was such another beautiful definition of love. And it was, um, I love the story that you have of me and I love the story that I have of you. Yeah. Isn't that everything there, right? It is everything. Oh, I have a special request. Okay. Will you, do you have one of your instruments handy? Can you send us out with like a a vibe? I do. I have a bowl here and I was trying to find my, um, why don't you talk to the people? Because I think I left my, um, oh no, here it is. I found it. I couldn't find my, my little striker. So I did find it. So let's all, I love to close rooms with the, there's a word in Aramaic that I just love, and it's the shim, it's S-H-M. And it means that it's the, the vibrational energy of the field, of the universe, of this exact what we're talking about, this God thing, this God co- quantity that we're talking about. So, and us being a fragment of that. So my invitation to everybody, I'm gonna chime my bowl, and it's to take a deep breath into your belly And then once you fill your belly, you can actually take another breath and fill your lungs so you're completely full. And then we're just going to let out the shh in three breaths. And it feels so good. Just empty all that air out into you, of you, into the universe. And in that vibration, when you're saying it, bring to mind, I think, these last four definitions that we just read. I am the universal consciousness of wholeness, abundance, success and right relations individualized and in radiant expression so hold what that means to you as your intention as you send it out vibrationally into the field All right, we are complete for this evening. And I guess it doesn't give any specific um, homework except to practice making this abstract concept um, more into an embodiment of truth over this next week. And I guess you will see why. You will see the importance of this later. So we have to really practice that and then we'll know why later. So we'll see you next week.
next Monday night, same time, same place. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Until Be then, blessed. abundant blessings. You've been listening to The Powerful Creator Show, talking about The Alchemist's Handbook. Join us live on Mondays at LessonsOfMastery.com, or don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much. Be blessed.